This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. California is Tesla's strongest market in the U.S., but registrations in the state dropped 13% in the third quarter compared to a year ago. That's according to CrossSell, a research firm that collects title and registration data. The decrease is mainly due to a big drop in registrations for the Model 3, which were down 60%. It used to account for over half of the company's registrations in California, but the Model Y is cannibalizing three sales, and it passed it in registrations in Q3. But maybe the drop could explain the price cuts we've seen at Tesla lately. We'll get a better idea where the company stands after it reports its third quarter earnings, which is expected to happen tomorrow. General Motors is making a major announcement in EVs today. It's going to officially unveil the Hummer EV and will announce investments to convert several assembly plants to make electric vehicles. GM will start making EVs at its plant in Tennessee and a plant in Mexico. GM already has two plants in Michigan dedicated to making EVs and put them all together, and GM will be able to make a million EVs a year. It will undoubtedly expand EV production in China as well. It's all part of its $20 billion investment in EVs by 2025. Magna, which is the third largest automotive supplier in the world, is getting a new CEO. Swami Kotagiri was named the next CEO of Magna and will take over when the current CEO, Don Walker, retires at the end of the year. Kotagiri was the chief technology officer of Magna and helped steer the company into a leadership position in autonomy, electrification, electronics, and connectivity. We want to know what drives your testing, OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. Mercedes set the price for its new range-topping SUV in the U.S. market. The Mercedes Maybach GLS will carry a starting price of $161,600, including destination charges, when it starts hitting dealerships later this year. While that's more than double the price of a base GLS, you do get unique styling, sumptuous materials, and a whole host of exclusive features. It'll be pretty easy to spot one of these suckers out on the road, too. If the vertical grille slots, unique mesh pattern along the lower vents, and massive 22-inch wheels don't give it away, the Maybach logos on the rear pillar should. It's also the first Mercedes SUV to have an upright three-pointed star on the hood. Underneath that logo rests a turbocharged 4-liter V8 that cranks out 550 horsepower and helps this beast hit 60 miles per hour in 4.8 seconds. But of course, the best place to experience any Maybach model is in the back seat. And if you do ever find yourself there, we think it'd be a great time to test out a nice glass of champagne in the cooled cup holders. But remember to lift that pinky finger up. Honda is starting to phase out diesels in Europe. 
Auto Express reports the automaker is no longer selling the diesel version of the HRV in the UK, which was the last model in its lineup to offer one. So by the end of 2022, it will no longer produce diesel-powered vehicles for the European market. And that's because it's speeding up the electrification of its lineup in the region. Originally, Honda had planned to electrify all of its mainstream models in Europe by 2025, but it will now do that by 2022. And instead of adding BEVs to electrify its lineup, Honda will convert most of its models to hybrids. Electrification, autonomy, connectivity, and mobility are getting all the headlines these days. But what about windshields? There's a company in England called Envisix that is developing holography to display information on windshields. And it can use the entire windshield, not just a small part of it, like with most of today's head-up displays. And not only can this make navigation information easier to understand, it can highlight areas that the driver needs to look out for and even point out potential safety hazards by illuminating bicyclists and cars pulling out into traffic. General Motors and Hyundai Mobis, which is the in-house supplier to Hyundai, have both invested in the company. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by BorgWarner, propulsion solutions that support a clean energy efficient world. As we said in our review of the all-new Nissan Sentra last month, we're really impressed with its interior. It has a lot of features you normally see in a premium vehicle, like its quilted leather seats with diamond stitching. So how did the company give it an upscale look without increasing the cost too much? While on last week's AutoLine After Hours, we were joined by Thomas Malley, the Associate Chief Vehicle Engineer at Nissan's North American Tech Center, and he explained how they pulled it off. We set out to set a new standard of excellence in this compact segment. And as you mentioned, it's not easy, but what we have to do is we have to balance our deliverable and our expectations to the customer. And balancing that cost, um, balancing that quality, um, it's not easy. It's a fine line, but, uh, but we did fight for it. Um, luckily, by using a common platform design, which the Sentra uses, we we're able to use some components uh, from other uh, vehicles that we produce on the same platform. So, so such as the seat frame, the radiator, the fuel tank, steering members. So by saving costs in those areas, we were able to then spend more money in other more visible areas that really entice the customer. And we'll finish on some AV news today. Self-driving startup Aurora, which has worked with Volkswagen and Hyundai in the past, announced its first commercial product will be offered in the trucking industry. It says it chose that segment because it's the largest market for AV tech right now, prices are less of a factor for operators, and the level of service requirements are more stringent. Interestingly, it also released this slow-motion video of durability tests over speed bumps. And over in France, AV startup Navia and public transportation developer Keolis are testing Level 4 shuttles without a safety operator on board. While it is great to hear of Level 4 autonomy being tested, we think it's also important to note how these vehicles are being used. They're running at a site with a 1.6-kilometer, or roughly one-mile road, that has one stop sign and intersection, and the vehicles don't travel above 15 kilometers an hour, which is less than 10 miles per hour. There's also special signs and traffic rules for the shuttles, 
and there's someone in a remote building that can shut them down if needed. Well, that's a wrap for today. Thanks for watching, and we hope to see you again tomorrow.